I'm Emma, and this is the Creative Edition. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Today, I'm going to be chatting about Q1 2023 highlights, as well as what I'm going to be focused on for Q2 2023. So if you're curious about what I've been up to personally and professionally these first three months of the year, this podcast episode is for you. So I feel like I did a ton of personal work the first three months out of the year, you guys. Pregnancy has really forced me to think about what a balanced lifestyle looks like because for the first time, I came into this year not only just thinking about my career goals, but also thinking about family because I am due to have our first baby this summer. And so I feel like year after year, I always write out like my five main goals for Emma's edition or, you know, my one or two goals for the creative edition podcast. But this year I really, really was forced to think about, reflect where I was at from a personal point of view, you know, how I was feeling with pregnancy and a new baby coming and what my life is going to evolve to with my career and, you know, growing family. And so from a personal point of view, here are a few things that I did this quarter. And I think it's worth mentioning all these personal things because again, we are, you know, whole human beings and we are not just our work. We are everything else, you know, that we put our energy into. And there's lots of different things that go into, you know, the start of the year. And so again, for me personally, a lot of things happened from a personal point of view. And so I think one of the biggest things that I did was starting therapy. And so I've never like seen a therapist before up until this year. And so the end of last year, I really made it a point to find a therapist, you know, who took my insurance and also just would be able to like help me navigate the next life change. Cause I think I was really struggling at the end of the year. And so, um, even coming into this year, I think I was, you know, struggling with kind of just my self self worth and my changing identity. I wasn't working with a ton of brands at the beginning of this year, um, which also kind of like impacted, you know, my my self-worth and my self-esteem because I've continued to realize that what I do for work like really impacts and like my perspective of like who I am and like the value that I bring. And like, I've kind of talked about this before on the podcast, right? Like a lot of like my financial beliefs and self and self-worth, like all of that is tied. And so when I'm not working and quote unquote, I say work as in like when I'm not making money, you know, within content creation, I think that really impacts me. But the truth is like, I know inherently that like my worth is not just my work and my worth is not just the money that I can make. And so I knew I had to go to a therapist to like talk things out and just approach life from a different point of view. And like, literally just like going to therapy every other week um, has been very helpful. And I've like realized that I actually needed to slow down all the brand work that I was doing so I could create space to imagine and create just like a new work life health balance that I've I've been wanting anyways. And so starting therapy was like a really big step for me. I've always been open to it and I'm really glad that I was able to do that. 
Second thing, from a personal point of view, I also started my pelvic floor physical therapy. And so if you haven't heard of this before, you literally can go to physical therapy for your pelvic floor. Anyone can go to pelvic floor physical therapy, um, but coming into pregnancy at 16 weeks, I was experiencing pretty incredible hip and tailbone pain and I wasn't even showing yet. And so I was like, oh my God, if I'm in this much pain now and I don't even have like, you know, the full extent of a growing, you know, baby, right. And a full belly. Like I could, I just was like, I better get on top of this and get ahead of this. And so went through the process, um, went to my OB, asked for a referral for pelvic floor physical therapy, found one, literally a physical therapist who specializes in this. And honestly, you guys, it has been one of the best ways I've been able to take care of myself during pregnancy. I recommend it for everybody. Like this is, I've learned so much about my pelvic floor. And then now I'm going every week. I get to take care of myself in like other pregnancy pains. Like we get to like work on other things, right? And I think a big thing too is like when I am experiencing pain, I get to check in with someone. I'm like, I mean, I know I'm pregnant. I know there's going to be discomfort and pain, but is there anything I can do to help relieve this pain? Are there stretches I can do? Um, Do I need to strengthen specific muscle groups, right? Like I have found that so, so helpful. And then lastly, from a personal point of view, again, I think I, this quarter was really, you know, the last three months has been all about me just embracing pregnancies. I was not showing at 16 weeks, which was the very beginning of this year. I mean, not showing at 12, 16 weeks, yeah, I was like not showing, like maybe after I ate, like you could kind of tell, but now at 26 weeks while I'm recording this, I'm definitely showing. And I feel like I've grown a lot, even in the last three months, um, gearing up for the baby and just doing and working on myself from like a personal point of view. All right. So from a professional point of view, here are a few things I am most proud of this quarter. First things first, I finished my podcast media kit and sent my first round of pitch emails to podcast advertisers. I can't believe it. You know, I feel like I should have had a podcast media kit from from where, you know, from just starting the podcast back in February 2020, but now February, you know, March 2023 when we're recording this, I finally have a podcast media kit and I'm finally starting to think about what it's going to be like to bring on podcast advertisers and sending those pitch emails. Secondly, I refreshed my Emma's Edition media kit with new branding. Um, I actually did a full podcast episode on that. So if you want to refresh your media kit um, this quarter, this year, highly recommend going and listening to that episode. I talk through what I refreshed, plus give a few tips on what else you can refresh on your media kit. The third thing, um, and I'm very excited about this um, because I've been able to invite and talk to incredible guests on the podcast. I have learned so much from our podcast guests. And so just a few highlights. um, And if you've missed these podcast episodes, make sure you go back and take a listen to them. Um, The women that we've had on the podcast have been incredible. Gabby from Pax Light, um, she is a TikTok digital creator, you know, digital nomad, learned so much from her and her journey. Bree, the founder of Thrive and the host of the Thrive Blogger podcast, went through the three big ways that she's able to build community with Thrive. And I loved her just like going through the Facebook group, coaching, um, the podcast, 
And then also getting to talk to Les, the founder and host of the Balanced Black Girl podcast. I learned so much from Les's journey. I was like, oh my gosh, like if any, I think the biggest takeaway from her was that your launch strategy, I mean, while it's important to have, it doesn't need to be complicated. She launched the Balanced Black Girl podcast in literally 10 days. And so if that sounds wild, go back, listen to her episode. So, so good. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about, one of the things I'm most proud of is I got into the Remarkable Voices program. Um, if you haven't heard of Remarkable Voices before, it is a program that's that's for BIPOC creators and it's hosted by Cafe Media. We had our first session and I actually also had my first like one-on-one session um, about brand strategy with Jess Barron, who was the guest speaker of our first session. I'm like really excited to connect with these 12 ladies. We're all in different spaces and places. Um, Some of us are, you know, vegan food creators. Others own their own clothing line. Others are literally own their own beauty brands. And so I'm really excited to like further connect with these ladies and then also hopefully invite them to the podcast because I feel like every single person has such an interesting story. All right, friends. So here are the my areas of improvement that I like did not get to in Q1. And so I'm going to be focused on for Q2. And I was going to say, if there's any goals that you didn't get to this quarter, that is okay. You can move that over to next month or this upcoming quarter. Just because you didn't get to it does not mean you are a failure. That is literally like, it just means that your energy and focus and attention were elsewhere and they needed to be elsewhere. Like for me personally, I really had to take the time to take care of myself during my second trimester of pregnancy. And I'm so glad that I did. Um, But now, you know, moving into Q2, here is what I'm focused on. So first things first, kind of embarrassed to admit this, but I'll share it with you guys. I don't have the Creative Edition podcast integrated into my website. And so this came up today during my one-on-one session with Jess Barron about brand strategy. And she was like, you don't even have the podcast tab on your website. And I was like, oh my God, I know. So um, that's one of the things that's on my to-do list is to integrate the Creative Edition podcast onto my website. Also, my to-do list is to, as I publish new podcast episodes, I want to make sure that that's also like a blog post that's being published to my website. And so I got to kind of figure out my process there and if it makes sense to outsource or if it makes sense for me to like integrate it into my own, you know, content calendar and schedule. Second focus is to continue to pitch podcast advertisers. It is my goal to cover the fixed cost of producing this podcast. And so again, year three, really thinking about monetization. I have been told that um, it's totally possible to do. You do not have to be like a podcast that's driving a million monthly downloads. Because I feel like sometimes I get in my head, I'm like, oh gosh, like, can I even do this? And But I know I can. Like, I know it's totally possible to do. So this is something I'm going to continue to do. Third thing is I want to plan the series, you know, for the Creative Edition podcast. So Last year, I loved the Own Your Time series and the Your Mindset Matters series that we recorded and produced last year. Um, And so one of my goals is to line up guest speakers for upcoming series. I have some ideas already, but it's just like a matter of me making sure that like the guest speakers line up. 
And also friends, if you have any ideas for series that you really enjoyed, um, let me know if there's like a specific area or focus that you'd like to hear on the podcast. Right now I'm brainstorming one about unlocking your creativity. I, yeah, I feel like there's a few speakers that I think would be really great about around that topic. And we can tackle that topic in so many different perspectives. And then the last thing, friends, is finding a podcast mentor. I have realized, and I realized this last year when I brought on a new business coach, that just because I know how to do something doesn't mean that I can't ask for help. And so for me, I think taking on the podcast, like now I've really, you know, I've had the podcast on my own, right? A whole quarter, finally figured out my posting schedule, my recording schedule, Um, I have, you know, a podcast editor that I work with and she's been great. And so I think for me, as I think about monetization, scaling and growth, I think I just need someone who's done it before. And I already have an idea of who that's going to be. But honestly, friends, it's just like a matter of me like sitting down and articulating exactly what I would like from, you know, a podcast mentor, like what type of guidance I want. And so just need to do that. I know I know it's going to happen, but again, I just need to carve out the time to write out like what type of guidance and advice that I'm looking for. All right, friends. So that's a little recap of my Q1 2023 and also just like what I'm going to be focused on this upcoming quarter. If you haven't taken the time yet to look back at your Q1, I highly recommend just like taking 30 minutes, taking an hour, whatever you have, right? And just like thinking about like how you grew personally, what you accomplished, accomplished professionally, and then just like different areas that you want to focus on next. I think it's so helpful to like, just like take the time to acknowledge that, you know, there were small wins and big wins this quarter and personal ones too, right? Um, I feel like like when we take the time to do to do that, we actually allow ourselves like the peace and the space to like think about the next chapter. All right, friends, let me know what you thought about this episode and if you've taken the time to reflect on your last quarter. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at MS Edition and at The Creative Edition. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group, and we'll see you guys next time.